0: Today's Gospel reading is one of the most familiar parables, the parable of the sower of the seed. And it comes right at the beginning of chapter 13. And we know that in chapter 12, Jesus has just finished an infamous run-in with the Pharisees, the scribes, the people, and even his family. That is something of a climax to Jesus' first attempt to spread the word of the kingdom so far. So you can read the opening where we're told that that same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the lake as a kind of retreat to collect his thoughts, perhaps rethink his kingdom teaching strategy, since the first attempt seems to have fallen on deaf ears. But the crowd surrounds him and he launches into this new teaching strategy, this time using parables to communicate the inbreaking kingdom message without the hardening of hearts that accompany his earlier healing and teaching. He uses the clever tactic of teaching by parable wherein he takes familiar things and actions and connects them to this in breaking kingdom message the parable is unique to jesus teaching although the idea of using an extended metaphor to drive understanding is not that uncommon and it does beg the question why why did he use parables at all why take something that seems so familiar yet remains even today so dense Why tell the story of the sower and the seed when it seems like all he really wants to know is, what kind of soil are we anyway? Are we the path, opposed to any kind of kingdom message, whose seeds become the bird's breakfast? Or are we the rocky ground who show early promise, but when things get too hot, our faith burns out? Are we the soil filled with thorns, the cares of the world, maybe? That chokes the seeds when they grow. Or are we the good soil, receptive to Jesus' kingdom message, and ready to flourish with it? Now, there is one early understanding of the parables that sees them as an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. An earthly story with a heavenly meaning. That it, they take some familiar thing of life on earth and place it alongside some of some mystery of heaven, something we don't understand so that our understanding of this familiar thing may help us understand the other. And I really like this idea, particularly because it it mimics what we believe about the sacraments. See, we see the sacraments, like the baptism and Eucharist, etc., as as outward and visible signs of inward and spiritual grace. So baptism looks like water being placed on the forehead, but the inward and spiritual grace is death to sin and unification with Christ. The Eucharist looks like bread and wine, but the inward and spiritual grace is the body and blood of Christ. You see, this duality, this earthly side that we can see and seek to understand connects directly with the heavenly lens, shrouded in mystery, that we may someday understand, we hope, As we're reminded in 1 Corinthians about how we see, now we see but a dim reflection as in a mirror, but then we shall see face to face. Our earthly lens is intentionally obscured, forcing us to find our faith. You see, today's parable isn't really about soil. I don't think so, anyway, although many a preacher has tried to make it so. I think it's about faith. The parable and all the parables challenge us the hearers, to respond with faith. Said another way, the parables present the claims of the present form of the kingdom in such a way that only those who trust Jesus will understand the new direction in the plan of God. Only those who trust Jesus. And that's another way of saying faith. The parables are designed to call the listener into participation, to identify with someone or something in the story. So I ask, who do you find yourself identifying with in the parable of the sower? The sower? The seed? The soil? How about the sunlight, the scorches, or the birds? Are there times in your life when you found yourself being one of these to yourself or to someone else? Now I realize in my own life there have been times when I've maybe been rocky soil, but other times when I've been the hot sunlight or the hungry birds. My own faith, or maybe to those of faith around me. The parables, more than just about any other device in the Bible, call us into direct relationship with them. We may find ourselves identifying with the Samaritan woman at the well, or with the centurion with the dying child, but it's easy to keep our arm's length from them. They're good stories. In the parable, we're forced to choose who are we in this story? What are we in relationship to these characters? And what do we do as a result? One of the most bone-chilling moments of this particular parable is the close. Let anyone who has ears listen. It's concerning because, of course, pretty much everyone has ears. But what Jesus is indicating, that this will take more than ordinary listening to understand. It will take more than ordinary hearing to understand. The listeners of Jesus' time weren't yet ready to listen that way, to understand. And the big question for us is, are we ready today? Amen.